From Accelerate, this is Restore Your Power to Succeed, a podcast to help restoration professionals succeed both personally and in business. I'm Rachel Stewart. I spent 12 years in the industry growing a restoration company from $1.5 million to over $20 million in annual revenue before founding Accelerate, an industry job management system to help contractors be successful by addressing the technology gaps that I faced every day. This podcast is dedicated to teaching everything I and other top performers in the industry have learned. From leadership and personal growth to industry-specific pain points, this podcast is for everyone. So let's get started as we restore your power to succeed. Welcome back, listeners, to episode 16 of Restore Your Power to Succeed. Have you missed me? (laughs) Um, I took a summer hiatus from recording and producing content of any kind. It was a much needed break for me. It came after a long stint of producing content. I first started posting weekly LinkedIn articles and blogs. And then after that, uh, my book was published. And shortly after that, I started my podcast. So for me, I've been producing consistent content for several years. And I love content that really feels genuine and that really sparks some creativity and that I'm passionate about. And anyway, I just needed to take a breather to stay focused and true to that vision. So in addition to that, though, we've had some exciting news in May. Accelerate signed our first corporate franchise account, Restoration One, and we have been really busy making that rollout a success. We have a couple of other franchises that are in beta right now. And so it was just really important to focus on that, to put our heads down and to make sure that we hit it out of the park with these couple of deals that we are in the works with. And I have said this before, but I feel like it's important for me to acknowledge right now, just the incredible talent and hard work of our team at Accelerate. I have been on some amazing teams in my career, but hands down, the current team at Accelerate is the most talented, driven, innovative, and bright team that I have ever been a part of. Like they are wildly impressive and it just makes work and the vision we are chasing so much fun. And as in any company, we're laying the groundwork of what the company will be in five years. And I can tell you, I am so excited about where Accelerate's going and what this is really going to look like. Really, really top tier stuff. So that's where my time has been. And in addition, I got to spend some time with the family. We spent some time at the beach around the 4th of July, which happens to be my happy place. And so I spent days soaking up the sun and getting lost, looking at the waves, throwing a football with my teenage son riding the waves with my kids. We took nighttime bike rides down the pier, spent some frustrating evenings yelling at the TV for the sons to figure out how to play some defense. But (laughs) that's a heartbreak conversation for another time. Um, Ate plenty of tacos and it was just what my soul needed. So I felt such an overwhelming presence of God's love and the grace that he provides me. So it was really, really excellent. 
So last week I met up with a restoration contractor in the industry. He had reached out to me and he just wanted to see if I had a little bit of time where he could pick my brain about different challenges that they were having in their organization. And as we talked, I walked away from that conversation with four main observations that I want to share with you today. First of all, it struck me how similar all of our companies are. Like there isn't this endless amount of issues and complexity. Yeah, restoration is a complex industry, but really at the end of the day, we're trying to solve 20 or 30 of the exact same issues. Issues like how to build a culture that brings the best out of people and drives results. Where to source, hire, onboard, and keep good talent. How to ensure profitability while maintaining consistency and quality. How to create standardization and repeatable success. How to get field technicians to properly document a loss and turn that information into something that can create a really solid estimate how to find the efficiency gaps that are costing you money, how to drive revenue and get consistent leads, how to manage salespeople. For me, this is the hardest thing. Uh, It's like trying to nail jello to a wall. (laughs) How and when to promote internal talent, how to get accurate and strong estimates that not only get approved, but also allow you to be profitable, how to turn jobs faster, how to manage cash flow, how to consistently communicate effectively with your customers and keep everybody in the loop, how to get paid in a timely manner. Okay, you get the point, right? And as I was listing out all of those things, how many of you have some of the exact same issues and problems that you either have already had to solve or you are in the process of solving? So in my mind, That should be great news, fantastic news even. That means that there is someone out there who has already solved this problem. Okay, so that leads me to observation number two. Find those people. Find out how and what they did to solve those problems and then put it into practice. I've said it a million times and I'll keep repeating it. Get yourself a network, a network of great restorers that have more experience than you and possibly different expertise than you. And I will tell you right now, you will avoid so many headaches and struggles if you are committed to being a learner. Find out what works. My only disclaimer here is that you have to surround yourself with people who are willing to be authentic. Sometimes you might get yourself into a crowd of people at these industry events and they just want to puff out their chest and like tell you how amazing their company is and how awesome they are doing and how profitable they are and blah, blah, blah. Okay. That is not your crowd. You want to surround yourself with those who are willing to tell you about the things that they're struggling with and where they've made mistakes. They are the ones that are going to be authentic and that you're going to be able to trust Those are the ones that you want to learn from. And not one person is going to have all of the answers. So that's why it's really important to surround yourself with multiple people. Okay. When I was running a restoration company, I had somebody from the industry fly himself and his his executive team across the country and come do a shop tour and spend the entire day exploring our mitigation department and our process there. 
And we were totally transparent with him. We spent the day allowing him to comb through our numbers and our processes and interview our people and basically just go through the entire thing. He later told me that this was one of the most valuable things he ever did for his company because of the impact that it had on their gross margin and their their net margin. They were able to make some significant improvements. The same could not be said of our other departments in the company at the time. We had a lot of problems that we were trying to solve and hadn't yet dialed those in, but mitigation was something that was working really well. And so him being able to come in and take a look and then go back and apply that to his company. And I gleaned a bunch of knowledge from him about how we could improve some of the areas that we were struggling with. So really surrounding yourself with people who are going to be authentic and real with you and open to sharing information is such a powerful tool. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, I'll share number three with you. We've done everything from all manual paper processes to using multiple different software types. Like we used, we used Trello for our job board management, and then we'd use, um, you know, something different for the scheduling system. We'd use, we had a multitude of systems that we were using to try to keep track of things, and it and it became very difficult to 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 do that with different software that didn't talk to each other, and it kind of became a pain. That's Daniel Berry with Restoration One of Oklahoma City. His experience trying to find the right solution for his restoration business certainly isn't unique. There are many restoration contractors that are searching for the right tools to help them better manage their business operations on a day-by-day basis, both in the office and in the field. We wanted to adopt something that really kind of tied everything together, where we could have everything in one spot. Before Accelerate, we didn't have that. Once we adopted Accelerate, everything tied together. It's really made us more efficient. We don't have to think about where everything is at. We know where everything's at. It's in the system. Say, for example, somebody calls in today, calls to me and asks about a job that I may not have ever set foot on this project. I can pull up and accelerate. I've got daily job notes. I've got pictures. I've got documentation. I've got everything I need for that job in one spot that I can talk and and talk knowledgeable about that, that project without knowing anything about it before that call came in. We've used many different softwares and many different programs. And I would say to any owner or anybody looking to improve their processes, Accelerate is an excellent software to use because of the fact that, you know, the industry is always changing. And Accelerate is one of the few companies that is adapting to those changes and really following the, the different changes that happen. I would say to anybody looking into Accelerate, it's something that is definitely going to improve their business. It's going to improve your day-to-day operational technician from the technician all the way to your office manager, to your estimator, or anybody else in the administration side. Accelerate is going to improve your business processes on a day-to-day basis, and it's something that I would highly recommend. If you are interested in seeing some of the same technology benefits that Daniel and his team are seeing within their own restoration business, we invite you to click on the demo link here in the show notes today. It's time for you to restore your power to succeed in restoration using Accelerate Restoration Software. Welcome back. Number three, be an organization that is open and willing to change. Get people on your team who are curious, who are solution-oriented, 
and who are willing to try new things. If this isn't the culture in your organization, or if you have people who are very resistant to change, I'm afraid you're going to have an uphill battle on your hands. It is very hard to operate in today's business environment and respond to market forces at the speed in which things change if you have a team that is unwilling to move. So if you're having to battle internally just to be able to try things, it's going to be very, very difficult. So ideally, you need people who are willing to try new things, who are willing to take risks, who are willing to fail. If you have a team that is willing to be innovative and willing to look at the metrics and the data, magic can happen. Let me just quick paint a picture. So let's say you have a problem with documentation in the field. It either isn't accurate or it takes too long or it doesn't give you the results you want to get estimates billed and paid quickly. Do you have technicians on your team who are curious about why it's happening? Have you given them enough exposure and painted a clear enough picture that they can also see what the problem is? And then if you have, are they curious about a solution? Are they asking, what could we do different? How could this be better? If that is at least somewhat in your culture, then you can start tracking your numbers now. What results are you getting? What percentage of jobs come back with incomplete paperwork? How much time is being spent on the job or trying to follow up and track down the needed documentation? What percentage of jobs get paid quickly with no follow-up delays after billing? So if you start tracking these metrics now, then you have a benchmark when you want to try something new. Solutions can be tried and tested, and you can see what improvements are made. But it won't happen if you have people who don't like change. What they are going to do is they're going to sabotage your efforts. And I don't even mean that they will intentionally sabotage your efforts. What I mean is that they will be so resistant to trying something that that friction won't be able to give you adequate data. You need to be able to move at a pace and have enough buy-in where you can truly test whether something is a failure or if it's just a failure to adopt. And if you can't do that, then you're going to spend a lot of time spinning your wheels and you're going to lose the power of some really good ideas it will look like a failure on the surface where actually it's just a failure of your team to adopt. And of course you need a really good system in place to be able to get this data and to get an understanding of where and how you can improve. What job management system are you using? What is it doing for you? Is it just too hard to get data? Is your team having a hard time getting the information in the system to begin with. And once it is in, is it easy to get your data out? Can you track your cycle times, your KPIs and your profitability? You should be able to get a very clear benchmark quickly. If you don't have a system that you can do that, Accelerate was specifically designed to do those things because I wanted to be able to do that. We needed to make it easy for our field to use. We needed to be able to allow ourselves to get really accurate data quickly that we could make decisions. The companies that are going to innovate and solve problems are the ones who are going to win. The phrase, hey, we've always done it this way, is not a recipe for success. And number four, and my final takeaway that I walked out of that meeting with is that solutions and ideas mean nothing if you can't execute it. 
execution is everything. When I told you earlier that there are only about 30 or so problems that we are all trying to solve, I really believe that. And I bet if you had a good consultant or coach who has done this or seen this, been around companies, done it personally, they will be able to give you a pretty darn good head start on the answer to those 30 problems. So the question is, how effectively can you execute? Are you willing to do the hard things day in and day out and have the discipline enough to be consistent in that execution? And for leaders, a lot of times that is about having the discipline enough to not get sucked into the daily task, but to stay focused on the things that create the most impact. And if you aren't an executor, if you are somebody who just has a really great vision, then you need to get a right-hand person who is. Get on the same page in terms of what that vision is, and then let them get to the hard work of execution, and then back them up. If you have a team who can execute, you are golden. So in summary, the problems are universal, and there are people out there who have solutions. Find who they are and be humble enough to listen. Create an organization that is open to change and curious and committed to solving problems and being innovative, and then execute. Hey, that's what I have for you today. Join us next week. We'll have an incredible guest that I'm very, very excited about. He's going to give us some great insights as we restore your power to succeed. 